What time is it? What time is it? It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, <laughs> to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix. The world went to shit when Kobe died. Okay. And I am Casey and the place to be, and that place is the Two a.m. podcast at the end of a pandemic <laughs> bring you our awkward take on pop culture life love and the millennial experience what's up y'all hi guys how's everybody doing what's popping happy, like happy juneteenth happy yeah happy juneteenth the fuck is this gonna come out the- i don't know when it's coming out but well really in hindsight happy juneteenth yeah recording on juneteenth um for those of you who are not in the know, Juneteenth is a celebration honoring the end of slavery. Um, on June 19th, 1865, General Gordon Granger went to Galveston, Texas to announce that the Civil War had ended and slaves have been officially free, even though it, it happened two years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, Texas was one of the last places to actually acknowledge the Emancipation Proclamation. But uh, yeah, Juneteenth is a celebration of freedom for African Americans. So I would encourage everybody, whether you know you listen to this late or on time, um, yeah, celebrate it. Be happy, you know, take off work. Like <laughs> I, I definitely just encourage my best friend not to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> like I did. Um, but yeah, happy Juneteenth. Um, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there too. I'm pretty sure this will be out by Sunday too. So happy Father's Day to everybody as well. Um, yeah, man, we've been going for a nice little minute. Um, and even I guess even now it still doesn't really feel right. I don't know if that's the best way to phrase it, but. It still doesn't feel right, the fact that we're recording with everything that's going on. Um, it's been some times where we attempted to get together and record, and it just didn't feel right. You know, we try not to come on here and be overly emotional about things. You know, we really want to just be not lighthearted, but we want to be ourselves. And a lot of times when we're fucked up it translates into the audio and you guys get to feel that fucked up uh aspect of it on our end so we just wanted to take some time out and you know let shit kind of play its course you know we dealt with the pandemic and we tried to do the the remote podcast thing and me and casey really didn't like that I didn't like that shit at all. It was weird. It, I think it wouldn't have been as bad if it wasn't for the delay. Right. So maybe if we would have had some other way to do it, like maybe, I don't know, Zoom or we tried, maybe we would have tried some kind of other avenue, but it was a delay when we were doing it the way we did and it just didn't. It was just, it made the conversation weird. It didn't flow. Yeah. Right. I was way too high. Casey was normal on uh, our studio equipment. I was recording with my at-home equipment. And, yeah, didn't really mesh well. So we took a break from that. We thought we were getting off of uh, quarantine um, at the beginning of May. Didn't happen. We actually just got off, what, the June 12th, I believe. Mm. Yeah. So 
but in in between all that, we had a lot of shit going on. But um, yeah, yeah, we need to dress. So, how are you doing today? I will ask. Um, I'm okay. Um, I have a lot of emotions just in general, but I'm okay. I'm good. I'm content. Life is what it is. That's good. Yeah. How How are you doing? What's wrong? What's um. I think I came to the conclusion last week that I haven't really processed a lot of what's going on. Yeah, it's um, heavy. And not even processed it. I, I know what's going on. I'm aware. I'm in it. Um, But I don't feel like I constructively have processed what's going on. Um, And that's cool. I know a lot of people are in the same boat as me. So it's a work in progress. Like Especially in this day and age of getting information in real time and everything like yeah it's not it's not that easy to really process it because there's so much shit going coming at you at one time so yeah i'm I'm doing the best i can with what i got basically um me and casey are both back to work and i've been back to work for about a month now yeah and uh it's kind of weird i i kind of i kind of joked about a, a post covid world but that's really what we're living in you yeah. know me and casey wear masks for what nine to ten hours a day mm-hmm. all day um uncomfortable shit like i actually cut my mustache down for the most part very uncomfortable because, very hot so. yeah you know and, and yeah it's not it's not comfortable but it's necessary i actually had a uh, it wasn't an incident. It was something that I I overlooked today. I was at the Secretary of State or the DMV for some people in the country, and a younger black man was waiting for his appointment. And a younger white gentleman came in, and he was waiting for his appointment as well. And I guess the younger white man was actually, you know, not following social distancing, which realistically can't be followed because six feet is a lot of feet and a lot of places don't have six feet of room and that's the thing honestly i mean like most things we see it in everyday life we see it at work we see it in just pretty much most situations where people make rules and laws and they aren't it's like you even as soon as that person says and you know that they're not reinvented or followed as such and and in social distancing most things because people are still up on you still close some places you have to wear a mask inside some places don't enforce it um and it's one of those things where it's just like okay it's kind of the same thing with my job going back to work it was like all right i know it's three feet at best i know yeah and that's on a good day maybe 12 inches away from the person. so i mean yeah it's just one of those things like it sounds great but realistically probably not um so yeah the you know the Younger black guy was really like, oh, yeah, sir, excuse me, sir, can I get my six feet? You're too close to me. But the catcher, the, the twist to this story is actually the young white man had on his mask and the young black man did not. And that young black man was actually refused service because he didn't have on his mask. So it's like mm. we, you know, we always see those stories or we dealt with those experiences of, you know, it tends to be white people who are anti-mask and shit like that just out here willy-nilly raw dog and you know this covid air and shit and yeah this was something that i hadn't really experienced but it was just cool to see the other side of the coin like it's everybody 
Like it's it's not limited to anything. Like people who do that just do that. And like I said, we don't know the facts. We don't know. Um, we don't know anything about what's going on for real, for real. So yeah, just do what they tell you to do. And I know I hate that to say that, but when you're not informed, you just listen to people who are a little bit more informed of what they're doing. Um, so off of coronavirus, um, I really, before we get into some of the social justice stuff and that nature, I've seen a, an alarming amount of clips of black men putting their hands on black women. And it's very, very, I don't want to say triggering because that's a buzzword right now, but it's disturbing. Like the fact that, especially at this this time that we're living in, the fact that, you know, people feel like it's okay to not only put your, you know, put your hands on a woman, which you're not supposed to do, but a, a black woman and that, and then the niggas that record it and, you know, gets posted on social media and passed around and shit. Like I'm really, really at a point where I'm, I'm tired of seeing black trauma portrayed on social media. Like I've, I've I've really seen enough of black trauma being portrayed on social media. Like, like when is enough enough? Like, okay, bro. Like we out here trying to change the perception of us as also, and also trying to get us to be, you know, have more rights and shit like this. And like I seen one, some, uh, one young lady got thrown in the dumpster. One young lady got hit in the head with a skateboard and shit. I think I have to see. Um, uh, one young lady got, uh, slapped up at school and shit. It's like, what are we actually doing? And that's a conversation for another time. But I just want to address it. Like that shit is not cool in any capacity, let alone right now. Like especially right now, we we really don't need that shit right now. Um, a lot of people are working their ass off to try and make black people look as best as we can look to some other people. And I know that the, the niggas are gonna leave kind of aspect to it, but yeah, we gotta do better. Gotta do better. So um, now we're gonna talk about some of the social justice reform. I believe um. The, I think today is day number 22 of the the active protests that are, have been going on. I know uh, Casey participated in a protest in her neighborhood. Yes, I did. Um, how did that go? Um, it was actually an amazing experience, to be honest. I was a little nervous because, um... Just to be frank, I know I've talked about it on the show before, but I definitely live in a suburb. I live in a predominantly white neighborhood and city and county. Quite, um, So I was a little nervous going into it. I'm like, it's all these five people there. Um, <laughs> but it actually was an amazing amount of people there. It was a lot of people, the really good turnout. Um, they blocked off a very, very major street in the city. It runs through the entire fucking city. Um, and they blocked it off. Um, it was very, it was a very diverse crowd, young, old, white, black, Asian, other people of color, uh, people of color. Like it was a really diverse crowd and it felt really good. That was, 
I'm not saying I grew up thinking that. Well, actually, let me pre- let me disclaim this with saying that just because you're at a protest doesn't mean you're not even unintentionally perpetuating some you know levels of racism in right. one capacity or another. I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to say that as a thing, but I will say that I see far too often, especially in our generation, because we are very much involved in social media and social media has good and bad aspects to it. Actually, I'm actually missing any pros at this point in my life, honestly. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) social media has a, a lot of different aspects to it. But at the end of the day, you see a lot of hate on social media and I don't know Actually, at this point, especially why we've been getting a lot of people to fuck out of here. But I don't know why people still feel comfortable enough to you know, display their racism on Facebook, even though I appreciate it because um, they know what the fuck is up. So I was so seeing that in person, like these these white people and other people yelling to the top of their lungs, no justice, no peace, fuck these racist ass police, <laughs> was <laughs> empowering. It felt really good. It's just like, wow, all these people don't fucking hate us. And it's sad, right? It's fucking fucked up that I thought that. That was I'm just like, wow, y'all don't y'all fuck with us for real? Like that's it's just it's fucking sad to think. But in that moment, it was just like over. I was it was an overwhelming feeling. It was positive. I mean, like I said, it was a very peaceful process. The police the presence was extremely heavy. Um, but they weren't like in riot gear. It wasn't anything alarming. Luckily, because I mean, it has not been the case in a lot of places, a lot of states, a lot of cities, even just in the downtown area. Um, in this same state of the major city, Detroit, it was um, can't say the same. Um, it was a lot of shit bullshit going on down there yeah. as well. And unfortunately, realistically, I can um, see the systematic racism in that alone because Detroit is a majority black city and Clinton Township, Michigan is not. So the difference between the police officers being calm and not being in riot gear, all of that stuff is, I feel like, almost a direct correlation and representation of the problem in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I... I mean, I guess I can say I have I've done the silent protesting and things like that. I've donated to a couple of causes and everything. I, I feel like and I think we'll talk about this a little bit later. Um, when you really don't know exactly what you what suits you, like what best suits suits you for um your activism in a certain cause. Like it's really best to not be sheepish. Like protests aren't for everybody. And I know that sounds weird, but protests really aren't for everybody. Some people don't have the temperament for that, especially now with this, uh, the virus that's currently going on. Like a lot of people can't be out there. So they have to find a way to be an activist in different ways, you know, by spreading your message on social media, by donating to these causes and everything. And I feel like we have made a lot of progress, like Casey was saying. The fact that we realize how many people of not of color we have as allies, it has been kind of mind blowing because we are even still like we're conditioned to believe that the majority doesn't like us, you know what I'm saying? But I believe all of that is a taught behavior. 
Like some people say it's a learned behavior. It's not learned. You can't learn how to be a racist. You can be taught how to be a racist. You can be taught how to be a bigot. You cannot learn. Like there's no book that states, you know, how to be this. Like, no, that's something that somebody who already has that in their heart instills into your heart and your mind. So, yeah, just noticing that a lot of people out here are on our side and are willing to fight for us. It's it's a really good feeling to have and I, I feel like I feel like we are really making some headway. Now, we might not be making as much headway as we want to or we feel like we should have, but just think about maybe six weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? In that short of a time span, like we've done a lot of shit and that that's refreshing. Which leads me to my 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 next little topic. Um I believe a lot of these corporations and companies and even people, whether they be influencers or, you know, I believe a lot of people are pandering to the Black Lives Matter movement to save face. Um, I believe, like we've seen with Starbucks, you know, people, they released a statement saying they saying with Black Lives Matter. They came back around and said, yeah, even though we believe in Black Lives Matter and we're, you know, for the cause, you cannot wear any of that paraphernalia in our stores. You know, it's like, okay, so which one is it? Like, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Y'all actually have a problem with us not doing that? Cool. Well, actually, now y'all can wear that. Like, we, we, we changed our mind again. You know, shit like that yeah. is kind of, um, it's not eye-opening because I know what the game is. But it's like they're telling you how they feel about us in our face. And a lot of us are blind, are blinded by the fact that this corporation feels a way about us. Like, I know for a fact the NFL does not give a fuck about Black Lives Matter. You've seen you've seen that shit play out on in real time with the the Colin Kaepernick situation, Um, the silent protest, the kneeling during the anthem to uh, protest police brutality in this country and all the shit that the players associated with that had to go through. So for them to come out and make a statement and I mean, I sure like, you know, people have changes hard, but when you've shown me something for so long, I, I just tend to believe it. Same thing with call of duty, call of duty bombarded um, players with a black lives matter screen before every game. And once you get in the game, you see people with Trump uh, clan tags and, uh, you know, usernames like killer nigga and shit like that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But every before every game, you're bombarded with this. Like, so you can't really tell me that you feel this way when you're not actively taking the steps to change that. Now you can say you what you're doing, but until I see it, I I I don't have to believe what you're talking about. Like I I call bullshit on a lot of these uh, corporations that say that they're down with the cause. Like yeah, no, no, because you can say you're donating this and that, but where are you donating to? If you're donating uh, money to the bigger pots, like are you really actually making a difference? Because a lot of the bigger pots aren't really to be trusted, but that's once again a conversation for another time. Um, 
Shout out to Ben and Jerry's. So, man, they they seem to be <laughs> they with the shits. Um, the new flavor that came out, I forgot what the name of it is, but there is a um, Black Lives Matter fa- flavor coming out from Ben and Jerry's. Um, yeah, they they are really with with the shit. Um, I also want to touch on the the defunding or and I hate it when they when this was a thing to abolish the police. Like, look, let's, let's set up. I don't believe we need to abolish police. I don't think we need to just like completely get rid of the police. But yeah, defunding the police, absolutely. I'm a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent with it because if you look at some of the numbers that are are going out, have come out about police budgets and stuff like that. There's no reason why a city, a city's police department has a budget of $6 billion and a city's educational department has a budget of $2 billion. Like, so if you can make those things a little bit more equal, great. Like, you know, the police have tanks, but the schools don't have school books. You know what I'm saying? And it just caused like riot gear. Like why, why, why? For a peaceful protest, riot gear is not necessary. But everybody is suited up in riot gear. Like, it's readily available. There's been a lot of fuck shit where people, where the police were destroying the, the supplies of a lot of the protesters. Why? We out here protesting peacefully. You destroying our water and our food supply. For a reason. Are you intentionally trying to amp us up? Uh, I feel like that's what's happened. Right. What's been happening out here, especially towards the beginning of the protest, just the the fact that a lot of people are, they want us to act the way they perceive us, and it's really, it's really up to us to change that narrative, man. We we can't fall into that stereotype. Yeah, but I mean. It's only so much you can do. Like, I get it. It's it's one of those things where I just seen actually a meme on Instagram, I want to say earlier, and it was just like, even guilty people don't deserve to die. And I think that is ultimately the idea we have to perpetuate um, because um, uh, uh, just kind of like... It makes it worse when we have to like pretty much prove our innocence. And the reason I think this is so important because I've been doing this my whole life, right? Where I've been trying to make sure like anyone knows, anybody knows. And I don't even mean this to sound fucked up, but it's just kind of like with the way this country operates, how we've been conditioned our entire life, how I've been raised my entire life. I have been in this position where I have been making sure that when I'm around people, even though that's naturally how I am, naturally a little soft-spoken, mm-hmm. respectful, and, and mannerable, that I feel like I've always strayed away from, okay, let's not react and perpetuate this angry black woman stereotype, or let me not be the black person doing this or the black person doing that to not perpetuate a stereotype. And it's just like, we are, I, I, I'll probably overuse this fucking word on this show. We are multifaceted human beings, all of us. Right. And we we are limited as black people to be able to pretty much show and display a full range of emotions, regardless of what they are, because we have to worry about how they will be perceived. Mm-hmm. And that's a burden all, of the, all, all in the song. Where it's like, I can't be mad. I can't be upset. I can't be 
You know what I'm saying? Poor. I can't be in need. I can't be distressed. I can't be like all of these things because like you don't know how they're going to perceive them. Right. And it's like you almost have to almost expect us to pander to why he would be like, oh, no, I'm one of the good ones. And it's a fucked up feeling and it's a fucked up situation in general. Yeah. So it's like, I get what you're saying as far as like, yes, we shouldn't be making a problem with it. It's like, it's almost like, damn, like we fucking mad. We upset. We're pissed. And at the end of the day, is is this, even though I know I don't support looting, I don't think anybody should be destroying their fucking communities. Fine. Yes, I think that. But at the end of the day, that's not the focus. And in, in my fucking opinion, that's not more important than murder. So if someone's like, oh, this person, if you're sitting here on the whatever fucking news you subscribe to and whatever channel and station and network you choose to watch, this, the stories are definitely fucking different. Because I didn't, know, I didn't realize how different. I've been watching the news starting with the pandemic, but now with all of this stuff going on way more often than I used to in the past, because quite frankly, it's depressing. And I'm one of the people that I choose not to make myself more sad. Right. Um, but literally watching something and then flipping to Fox news, it was a completely different fucking story. When I tell you, they're not even reporting the fucking news and I'm not even trying to be funny, but they're not. I went from watching CNN. I'll give you all a great fucking example because it was the most, it was, it blew my fucking mind. I was watching CNN, CNN the day, the day that Donald Trump decided to walk across the street. This is after he was reportedly taken to the bunker and he was fat, mad about it. And he decided to walk his whole <laughs> He decided to walk across the street for a photo op. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was a peaceful protest going on across from the White House. Mm-hmm. Peaceful. Nothing was going on. Like, literally, I'm sitting there with the news reporter. He's sitting there like, yeah, it's peaceful. They're chanting back and th- things back and forth. But it's, it's, you know, it's peaceful. Nothing's happening. It was the middle of the day. And on top of that, it was before curfew. Like, it was literally, they weren't doing anything wrong. Okay? It's right. constitutional. Well, they talk about like the phase of the constitution later, but anyways, it was it was it's constitutional. They didn't want to do anything wrong. First of all, the first alarming thing we're talking about all the different branches of government official from military, national guard, secret service. All like, why the fuck was there so many different armed forces there? Like they were just lined up rows and rows and rows of armed forces, different branches. It was a sight, and it was fucking ridiculous for some regularized fucking people that are unarmed. But whatever, I'll keep moving. And then, um. That was the first alarming thing. And the second thing was that it was completely peaceful. Literally, the thing is like, oh, the the, the uh, reporter is like, yes, yeah, it's peaceful, da-da-da-da. And then out of fucking nowhere, this is a real-time live feed. Out of fucking nowhere, people start running. Running, screaming. You're like, what the fuck is going on? The fucking reporter don't know what's going on. Right. And then he realized that they are releasing fucking tear gas out of nowhere to a, a, a peaceful protest. And then you see the news reporter running and going to his, you know, probably to his truck to get his gas mask and say, like, I have no idea. He has randomly um, put out tear gas and tear gas is a peaceful protest and to disperse all of these fucking people so he can walk across the street. Mm-hmm. I happen to, for no black ass reason, actually, I think I was about to turn the channel to watch something else in general. And I happened to flip to Fox News. They didn't even mention the tear gas. They were talking about how bad he handled something. Oh, they were actually talking about how bad he handled the protesters and how he should need to be shutting this shit down, right? And then they were like, oh, he's walking across the street because I, you know, that, that was the day before they had burned down that church. Mm-hmm. And he walked across the street in front of the church and took the pictures, you know, with the Bible holding up like fucking vicious dictator. And the 
Fox News was like, yeah, you know. Wait, let's he, call let's call it what it was. He was out there like Fat Hitler with a Bible that he never fucking touched. He's never seen life. a Bible day in his life. But yeah, so he sat there and took <laughs> those pictures and everything like that. But the whole point of the matter is that they were bigging him up for this. They like, yes, you know, he's sitting, he came over here to show strength and power and know that he's not gonna like let everyone do whatever they want to and we have to preserve our monuments and this is a you know so we didn't approve what he did and how he's not showing these protests but this is this was a good step in the right direction and him aligning and showing the power and making sure that we preserve our our monuments and the things that support in this country they didn't even mention the protesters sitting out there or the fucking tear gas and that's when i realized that oh this is what the fuck people be talking about when they talk about fox news I had no fucking because I don't watch the news. Yeah, it's too. Like I knew they were racist, but I didn't know it was like they literally not even reporting the fucking news. No, and that was like holy fucking shit. But the whole thing point that I'm trying to make it before I, I went off on that tangent was just saying that. These whole respectability politics of like, oh, we have to be likable and we have to be non-problematic and we have to be well-educated and we have to be gainfully employed and we have to be a productive member of society and we have to no. just to be treated as human. And that's not fucking right. Yeah. And I used to think stuff like that as well. And it's all fucked up because people were saying like when like the the bird watcher or, you know, all these other things like. He was like, oh, he wasn't doing, he was this and he has all these degrees and he's established and he's this and he's a professor. And it doesn't matter. That doesn't fucking matter because the the loud ones, the hood rats, the ghetto ones, the unemployed, the impoverished, all of these people have the same or at least deserve or should have the same fucking rights. If you're innocent, you're innocent. No matter if you're one of those ones or any, like that's a, just like this, this is an ignorant ass idea. Let's just get it out of your head. No black person is no more deserving of discrimination and hate and systematic racism than the other because they've managed to make it in white America and mm-hmm. prevail through white supremacy. And we have to put them on a pedestal. That's not the case. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> what? No, it's just, you know, a lot of... That's our topic for today, so we'll save it. But um, a lot of people, a lot of black people feel like they passed that threshold in life and it's not true at all. Like, they still look at you as a nigga. You just a nigga with money. Like Jay-Z said, still nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you might be in a different place in your life, but the perception is still the perception of you. So, like, you know, me and Casey both live in suburban neighborhoods. We have good jobs, nice cars. You know, we don't do things that are commonly associated with what people think uh black people associate with and yeah that does not deter us from getting profiled and uh altercations from you know people of caucasian persuasion like man it still happens it doesn't matter what you do like people of the majority still judge you and look at you like you are less than and that's what we're fighting for at the end of the day like we want to be looked at as equals Especially if you expect us to act the same way that you act. Like, well, then treat us like equals. Point blank, period. That's all That's all we're asking for. We want to be equal. We have never been equal in this country. Ever. Like I said, Juneteenth is a celebration of freedom two years after we were free. That makes no sense. And it hasn't stopped. Like, 
a lot of people don't understand. We did not choose to be here. Now, I've been here my whole life. I'm thankful because I've been around the world and I've seen how other countries operate. I'm thankful that I'm here, but it wasn't my choice at all. Um, yeah. So in, in that and with that in mind, let's go into our main topic. Um I feel like cancel culture has escalated to an all time high because everybody's at home. Everybody's on their phone. Well, a large majority of people have been at home on their phones and just perusing and browsing social media and with that leads to people with opinions and a lot of popular people have opinions and um yeah a lot of people have been getting in trouble for their opinion um i don't necessarily agree with cancel culture because i'm the type of person that in my regular life if you say some dumb shit to me i'm just not talking to you like i don't have to cancel you i just understand who you are compared to who i am and i don't tolerate that simple as that that's not canceling it's just yeah okay you're stupid in my eyes you might be smart as shit but on this matter you're stupid so you're saying you're saying that you can just decide to not associate with somebody but you don't have to cancel them but i guess i guess what can can we take a point or a minute to actually define what cancel culture is what does cancel culture mean well, for me, it would just be personal. And what I mean by this is like cancel culture only becomes cancel culture when it's widespread. Because if we're talking about it in general, I practice cancel culture in my everyday life. But what I also practice in my everyday life is that I don't think that or am self-involved enough to believe that people have to share my opinion. Right. I am one of very few people, which I realize as I continue moving through this life as an adult that most people don't see that is that your opinion is just that it's yours. It's an opinion and you don't have to force your opinion on anybody else. And no one else can has to, or should have the ability to force their opinion on it. Mm. But you also have the right to change your mind. You have the right to get more information and data and be like, you know what? That makes sense. I changed my opinion. All of these are fair. Mm -hmm. So I'm cool with all of those things, but I'm also not one who would think that because I feel this way. You have to feel this way. Except, except, Basic human rights. That whole I have an opinion and you are free to have your opinion has nothing to do with, with has, does not come into play. Watch my words. Does not fucking come into play when your opinion affects my culture and my livelihood. Like when I say like, when I mean, I mean the fact that I'm a fucking live or the fact that my brothers and my dad and Hendrix is alive. So if your opinion is such that it oppresses people, that's not a fucking opinion. And that's not okay. That's not one of those agree to disagree people. I've seen some of that rhetoric, but when it comes to basic human rights, I'm not a disagree to disagree, agree to disagree type of person. Mm -hmm. Sure. An opinion is like, you know what? Actually, I like drums or flats. Like that's a fucking opinion. I'm not going to argue your fucking opinion. That's not actually. I'll give you something a little bit more, mm, something you could disagree with. People who decide to vaccinate versus people who don't. That's a choice because it's opinion. That's a choice. I think that people should have the right to choose 
But it's a choice. If you want to vaccinate, sure, vaccinate. If you don't want to vaccinate, don't vaccinate. But when you say, I don't like vaccination, I don't want you to, I don't want your kids to get vaccinated either, that's when it's a problem. And if I say, I like vaccination, and I say, you should get your kids vaccinated, that's a problem. But that, that doesn't affect anything else. I seen it on my timeline today. Circumcision. If you decide you don't want your child circumcised, cool. If I decide I do, cool. Why are we debating this? Because your child is not my fucking child. And so it don't fucking matter what you decide to do with yours and I decide to do with mine. Didn't we talk about that recently? We talked about it. But I just, somebody just posted about it on my timeline. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not doing this to my child. That's cool. And I don't think that nobody should sit there and argue with him about it. No. It only becomes a problem when you try to force your opinion on others. But back to my point is this. How people are free to feel how they want to feel. But that does not include racism. It doesn't include sexism. Actually, if it has a fucking ism on it, just stay the fuck away from it. Shit. That's all I'm saying. Like, yes, we can have opinions, but you need to check your own motherfucking self when your opinion perpetuates ideas, stereotypes, and it actually is trying to suppress, oppress, whatever the fuck, a voice, a movement, just the ability of a whole other group of people to live their fucking life then that's when that becomes an issue. So yes, I practice cancel culture every day in my life. And what I mean by that is I don't like bullshit on my timeline. I just don't. And even in my life. So if it's a strong opinion and it's something, I could tell y'all my triggers real quick. Racism, misogyny, homophobia. Those are my rape culture. Those are my non-negotiables. We can agree to disagree on anything the fuck else. But if you are perpetuating any of that bullshit, we are no longer friends. We are no longer associates. You don't know me, boo. Or sir. Period. I literally just deleted somebody. This nigga off my fucking Facebook timeline. I literally, well, kind of, I'm not friends with him, but I know him from work. And this nigga literally posted a picture of like, Takashi69, Dwayne Wade, and uh, Boosie. And said, "Who's who's the worst father? I don't know what Takashi did to his kids, <laughs> so I can't comment. But I was just like, why the fuck is Wayne Wade even on here? But I'm like, that's the thing, because in some commu- in some <laughs> communities and spaces where black men and some women dwell, having your kid molested is not worse than them being gay. So loving and supporting your child is equivalent to your child, you, you arranging for your child to be molested. Wow. So one, so these two people are in the same boat of being bad parents? Suck my ass. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, um, I don't know if anybody has noticed. I really don't uh, participate in social media as much as I used to like posts i mean pre-pandemic but especially now with everything that's going on i'm pretty much radio silent because i just like to observe i blocked so many people i muted i reported accounts some of you niggas accounts have been suspended because of me sorry (laughs) but like casey said i have morals and values that i'm not willing to budge on I was raised a certain way. I believe in a certain thing. And I don't believe that my beliefs are that far out there. They're pretty fucking, you know, normal, common, acceptable. Like, <laughs> it's just bare bones type of shit. But um, 
Yeah, I, I think I don't feel like we're too quick to to judge people because now, I mean, it is a, a instant reaction, but at the same time, you all you we all have the option to not post. So, if you say something, it's because you wanted to say that because you believed that because you felt that. So when people get on you about it, it's okay to defend yourself, but man, these people disagree with what the fuck you're talking about. And if, especially in a case of, you know, I don't want to pick on this young lady, but she's been a hot topic, like a be Simone. Like, yeah, when you're shitting on your audience and your audience uh, revolts against you, it's not much you can say. I don't give a fuck about your apologies or, you know, oopsie daisies and all that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you said that. You had the option to not say that. You could have just shut the fuck up. Not everybody's entitled to their own personal preference, but you have to understand the audience that you're talking to. So that's why I decided with this topic today of fan culture, um, celebrities that are disappointing. Like, I feel like we're not too quick to cancel, but we're too quick to give certain people platforms. We're too quick to put per- certain people on a pedestal. Like the person on Instagram that, that that says, you know, has funny videos and shit like that. That's all they are to me. I'm not putting them above that. I'm not looking at them for anything other than that. I don't give a fuck about your preferences. Just make fucking funny Instagram videos. I can put me and Casey in that same bubble. Hey, we do a podcast. Our opinions and views are displayed from this podcast. That's it. Don't look at us for anything other than that. But podcast. So if you want to take an hour to 15 minutes, hour and 15 minutes out of your day and listen to what we have to say, that's cool. But at the end of the day, we're not activists. We're not, you know what I'm saying? We're not social justice warriors we're not somebody that you should look up to definitely don't play this shit around your kids please because uh you know like we podcast and after we podcast we go back to our regular ass life and for me i can speak for me casey can speak for herself i don't give a fuck about none of that you know what i'm saying like my opinion is displayed i feel how i feel and if you disagree with it cool you want to have a conversation we're very, you know what I'm saying? We're very interactive. We can have a conversation. But you're not swaying me from my opinion. It's not happening. Especially if your opinion is ignorant. Right. But don't put me on a pedestal to say, oh, I I, I felt like you, you should have said this. Or you could have done this better. Or you could have worded this a better way. Like, no. All of this shit is in the moment. It's one of those things where, see, we have a platform. Okay, see, I feel a little differently than Hendrix does. Do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel I feel a little differently than Hendrix does because, dude, whatever. Did he feel okay? I feel a little different than he feel. Um, because, <laughs> sorry in advance. Um, I am a natural born liberal. And I hate the term because I hate anything to do with politics. But my motto and beliefs and all of that stuff is a very simple idea. It literally involves minding your own fucking business. 
Um, so when it comes to stuff like that, I don't even talk to certain people because I know how I feel about it. And if I know that you feel strongly the other way, especially if it's something like not like any of the things I mentioned, then it's just not it's just not necessary to even talk about it because it doesn't have it doesn't have anything to do with me. Like I said, it's certain things that you can think and I don't care. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate you about it because that's your opinion. It's an opinion. We all have assholes, we all have opinions. We all have opinions for sure. So it's just one of those things where if it's <laughs> it's just one of those things where if it's not affecting people's human rights, like I said. So because I know that I edge on the side of minding my fucking business, it's not too much arguing and debating I'm going to do with somebody about my opinion. And it's just not the same, right? Because I think that some opinion, you have some opinions, um, even if I feel strongly about it, especially if it's superficial things, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that my favorite rapper is Jay-Z and yours may be Lil Wayne, right? You might have bad taste in music, but it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make you a bad person. You know what I mean? That's the difference in what I'm saying. But if I am an ally to all marginalized, disenfranchised groups, whether they be black or Middle Eastern or whether they be Mexican or gay or anything other than a cisgender, white, male or female, pretty much straight, um then and you say you disagree and you feel strongly against gays and you think middle eastern people are terrorists and you think that uh gays shouldn't get married and you think that mexicans should go back to their country then that makes you a shitty person and we cannot be that's not the same thing as an opinion yeah so that's what i'm saying so like peace of for instance that's an opinion and she, she should have just read the room and kept that shit to herself. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. Like, nowadays, we have the option to not say anything. Like, everybody has the option to say something on what they believe or what they feel. But you also have the option to just shut the fuck up. I mean, yes, I agree. I agree. I do think that she might have, well, it depends on which comment we're talking about. I'm going to start from the beginning of her ignorant ass comments. I only touched on these briefly. Um... <laughs> I think her first comment was necessary. Not what the fuck she said, but the topic, the subject matter, right? Because even though, I don't know if it's, well, actually, I'm not even going to blame this on Generation Z because a lot of these people are my age or older. Um, This social media age, I do not live there. And I'm sorry for people that follow me on anything because I don't post a lot. <laughs> um, I do, I am not an influencer, and don't play this later if I ever become one. <laughs> nah, play that shit. Um, I'm not an influencer. I am not a social media personality. Who Casey is on this show is very much who the fuck I am. So, um, with that being said, I do understand the obligation, especially now because... Not me, but people in general put a lot of stock in social media. And y'all put a lot of stock into these influencers and these celebrities and all of these things like that. 
And so with that being the case, you, since y'all put so much stock in the in, in, in the celebrities and the influencers and think that they need to take a stand and what side are you on? Should I keep supporting you? Blah, 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 blah. Since that is the environment and that is the culture of influencers, right? right. The situation is completely different because with her first comment, with everything going on, they're going to expect you to comment on this very black issue. Why are you not? Uh, what, what, is your, what is your feeling about this? And your answer was some bullshit. And honestly, that's what contributed. I ain't gonna say the, the 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 demise of B Simone because um cancel culture is one of those things where sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it'd be the it'd be like situation where it's just like, damn, y'all got them the fuck up out of here, but not them. So we'll I mean, since Takiki is still walking around living, I'm 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 assuming that B Simone will be just fine. She'll be fine. Because there's enough people still dick riding her in her comments. She still has a lot of amount of followers. Y'all still gonna buy that cheap ass book when she reposted it. And at the end of the day, she'll still be okay. Cancel culture probably wouldn't ruin her. She'll be okay. Did she say a whole bunch of dumb shit? Yes. Like I said, I'm one of the people that I am like that though. So if you say some shit that I don't like, or I don't if I disagree with you and you become just not funny to me anymore, or you just start being start perpetuating the wrong things, then I'll gracefully bow out. But I don't speak for everybody, and I'm not trying to. I'm not being like, oh, I don't fuck with Lisa no more. Cancel her. That's just not me. Right. I, I don't fuck with her. Yeah, it's one of the things where I don't fuck with her. I'm not going to be like, oh, you should, oh, you watch her. I'm not one of them people. But I don't fuck with her, and that's a Kenise thing. That's a KC thing. That's not a whoever the fuck is listening to this thing. It don't have to be. But do I think she said some dumbass shit? Yes. What the hell? <laughs> protesting have to do with you being a Christian what okay and I think people was already irritated already from her ass from that so when she came back with the 9 to 5 thing I think that I see both sides of it not her side <laughs> not her side so what's both sides I see her side <laughs> I see when I'm, I don't see her. I'm saying I see what she could have been trying to say, but I think it was laced with ignorance and it was worded incorrectly. I believe that it was just fundamentally wrong. And no, but that's what I'm saying. It was laced with ignorance. That's just, I'm saying the same thing because at the end of the day, we are belittling people with nine to five jobs, assuming that you sitting here can hitting ordering off AliExpress and hitting control paste is the same thing. As a hustle. And it may very well be because I use, I remember when I used Spark Notes in high school. <laughs> and it took me just as long as if I wrote that paper myself. It really did. So with that being the case, I know that she probably was working hard. But to assume that people with real jobs, with real jobs don't work hard is just ignorant. It's real actual entrepreneurs that came up with original ideas that don't feel as strongly as you do. I, I believe that my irritation with her comments came from the fact that somebody who works a, as Casey said, a real job wouldn't be as up to some of the things that she listed as an entrepreneur. When I think of an entrepreneur or a relationship with two entrepreneurs, both of y'all are moving towards y'all business, you know, making sure y'all brand is strong, X, Y, and Z. So in reality, she says, oh yeah, you got a job. You can't just hop on this flight. 
and go off with me. In reality, but that's what I'm saying. In reality, that nine to five is more likely to go on that trip than the entrepreneur who is steadily trying to get his brand in business off the ground. Or running it, shit. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I'm just baby steps. So, yeah, I'm busy. Go go on your fucking flight. I'm doing something. Whereas the nine to five person is like, yeah, I got a PTA day. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can take a day off. I got a vacation day. Cool. Yeah. Where are we going? And, uh, you know, the 3 a.m. comment and shit like that. Like, bro, I don't give, I'm asleep. You can answer the phone and pack your shit up all you want to. I'm fucking asleep. I don't care what you do. I sleep hard when I actually go to sleep. So I don't care what you do. You can have a fucking party in here for all I care. Like, yeah, do what you do. Like, so to say that it's not an understanding. Relationships work between two people when two people want a relationship to work. And we've been saying this for the last fucking three years. Like, it works when both of y'all want it to work. No matter what y'all do, where y'all at, you know, what place in y'all lives y'all are y'all are in like it works when you want it to work so yeah to say oh yeah no i understand i i i feel like i can only date people who understand my lifestyle and my work schedule but that doesn't mean that i'm not going to pursue other people you know what i'm saying like everybody can it can work if you want it to work some people with my lifestyle it doesn't work with you know what i'm saying but just that part of it for me was what kind of like made me roll my eyes it's like no like i'm pretty sure that the entrepreneur the ceo as you said who still has a fucking nine to five like the ceo of ford still has a nine to five my nigga sorry to let you know that but yeah that's that's still an office job bro all right off me some because i'm fucking here um we should do something else after that. Oh, it was the stealing. It was the stealing. All right. Yeah, I mean, because that's another thing of cancel culture. When you upset that culture, they just keep digging. And that's and that's that's the point I was making. That's what I said. She made the nine to five comment after she did the "I'm too holier and thou" to protest. Fuck you, niggas. And that's not what she said, but that's what I got from it. Um. So yeah, we that culture. Then, yeah. So then from that to the nine to five thing, which is essentially which she, she shit on she, our audience she, exa- that's what i and i and i said it when me and i was talking last week i'm like she isolated her audience so really you, you, who could think buying them cheap ass books it's not the CEOs. it's not the other influencers <laughs> nigga because they already clearly managed to manifest an original idea not steal so with that being the case they um it was the nine to five people people with regular jobs actually most of the nine to five people have any level of intelligence in about it so it's probably like yep, it's probably your target age group, probably like high school group. Eh. Um, so I'm gonna need Casey's assistance with this a little bit. Um, so J Cole came out with a song called "Snow on the Bluff," and um, it's been a, a topic of controversy, and a lot of people are trying to quote unquote cancel J Cole because he quote unquote doesn't understand. Um, what what's going on in the world um so can you enlighten me on that because i know you put out a, a tweet about it yesterday and i was like well yeah i heard the song i didn't really really figure out what what was wrong with it um 
And um, the young, the young lady, the rapper No Name, did come out with a response to J Cole, even though I don't feel like it was directed. directed. His wasn't either though. No, that, no, I'm saying I don't feel like his. She directed hers at him. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like his was directed at her. What did she say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She. It's just the thing, like people's reactions, they're so quick to react without just looking at the situation. And especially in this day and age where people are so accessible, especially if you're kind of like in the same, you know, the same bracket, just call the motherfucker, like, hey, what's up? What's happening? Cause from what is I got, she from, in the same bracket as J Cole. I'm, I'm just saying it's accessible. It's out there. People are like, oh, what you gonna say to J Cole? You talking about you? It's like, uh, just call the nigga. Like, oh, okay, I get, I get where you're coming from. That's what I'm saying. That's why conversations are. That's one thing that I learned from the whole social distancing quarantine period. Conversations are so necessary because people can get shit twisted up and misconstrued really really fast so it's just it's nothing to just have a quick conversation hey i feel the way about this what did you mean simple for what i got from me he basically said hey i'm out here doing shit i think i'm in i'm doing the right thing but i don't know people say i'm not doing the right thing can you help me figure out how to fuck to do the right thing i'm asking that's what i got from me he's like yeah help me i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but uh, yeah, a lot of people are trying to cancel J. Cole and with the amount of people that are out here functioning and uh, thriving in this atmosphere, I just feel like that is a, a really unnecessary stance to take. I guess that's the proper word, unnecessary. Like, I don't know if people listen anymore. Like, are we actually, you know, being coherent with what the fuck we're listening to? Or are we just like, oh, yeah. No, these people said they didn't like it, so I don't like it either. And I think that's what a big part of cancel culture comes from. Like, everybody just wants to pile on and be in the moment and shit like that. Don't do that. That's nasty. That's that's really disgusting. Like, be your own person. Like, so if you have an issue with it, say you have an issue with it. But don't say you have an issue with it because all these people have an issue with it. It it doesn't hurt to be that, that lone wolf or whatever that has a difference of opinion because this is not this is not an important matter in the grand scheme of what's going on it's not it's like <laughs> like yeah all this back and forth and shit on the internet like yeah bro we we really out here trying to do shit like so why you basically proved this whole point in a nutshell so you got anything to say about that no <laughs> all right so women already don't like me, so I don't really care about <laughs> pissing them off. I understand that we live in this time where um we like hating people. And it's really easy to cancel people. And it's like we mad about something. Wait, 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 before you keep going. It's not really easy to cancel somebody. Because no, it's not easy to cancel. I'm talking about any, at least to say it. Cancel culture really hasn't canceled anybody. No, who, who really got canceled from cancel culture? Nobody. They kind of got Sabrina Claudia out of there. Well, do people still live in her? See, I, I really be canceling niggas, so I don't be knowing if they still popping or not. People still listen to Sabrina Claudia and Daniel Caesar and shit. 
you have to understand that a lot of times we aren't the target audience anyway. So yeah, yeah. I got them doing. They do fuck up out of my shit. I don't. I don't fuck with them. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, oh, you, they canceled Carrie Hilson when she went to Beyonce, and that was before cancel culture was actually really a thing. They really ruined that woman's career. Um, all right, so this is the thing, and I'm probably gonna make somebody mad, and I honestly send an email. The email is uh, askweeandpodcast at gmail dot com. The number two, if you uh want to cuss me out, voice your opinion. Um, I am all fine with being upset. Like, when I mean, like, I live my life in a state of upsetness. I'm just kind of, I'm actually really happy. I don't have a happy bitch. Um, but anyways, I'm cool with being like, oh, I don't fuck with her no more. Like, be small. Oh, forget about it. She cool. I was never a huge fan anyway, so it didn't really affect my life. But it's just like, oh, girl, you done. Shut up. <laughs> and, and I can keep it pushing. I really don't care. It's not a big deal. Like, oh, yeah. Hopefully, watch Jazzy stay on the right side of history. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. Um, I listened to that song like my actually my brother, my dear brother. Uh, shout out to Will Down with the King podcast. Um, hit me up like, what's going on with this J Cole shit? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> He's like they trying to cancel J Cole. I'm like, Miss a nice watch. <laughs> um, no, no, they're not no. trying to cancel J Cole. Pick a better song. Please. Um. What? <laughs> no way. No way would they be trying to cancel their call. So I uh I uh went to investigate and I went on my I went on my Twitter timeline because tw- honestly, that was another thing, news source that I realized. <laughs> Twitter is about a whole day and a half or a week ahead of Facebook. It's crazy. Um but anyways, yeah, so my brother asked me, buddy, I'm like, what? So I went on the timeline. I seen people like, oh, J. Cole, da 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 da. I seen a few people defending it. Saw more people hating on it, whatever. A lot of angry black women. I don't think we could say them words again. A lot of women of color that were upset. You said it. Yeah. I know, I reworded I'm it. Just saying, now. You can say that. I can't say that. Nigga, they was angry. All right, so a lot of women that was angry as shit. So I listened to the song. I listened to the song like four or five times. It's actually a bop. Played it my whole way home after this five or six hours. So I'm listening, listening. I'm literally waiting to be offended. I'm like, ooh, man, what you say? <clears throat> we mad. <clears throat> and I was just like, I actually, this is actually, can't be dancing and mad. This is actually Bob. What are you telling me? Hey, hey. I never got to the point of being upset. So um, I posted on Facebook. And one of, um, the women that I went to college with, she, I actually love her. She is like, I actually follow her for a lot of shit. She one of the people that like I look to for information. So I'm very aware, very knowledgeable, very like, she's one of them black people. You know what I'm saying? Like music, politics, anything. She's one of the people. So current events. So I fuck with her. I went to college with her. She actually writes, I think, for one publication in Detroit. I'm not sure exactly which one. Um, But yeah, she commented on my side. It's like, uh, they, they mad about. It's just like, I didn't get it either, but I read the lyrics and I kind of see why. So I'm like, hmm, let me try that. So I read the lyrics. <laughs> As I told you, I listened to the song 85 fucking times. So the lyrics sound like exactly what I heard 85 times. I don't, I mean, J. Cole is not exactly one of the rappers with bad diction. So um, I'm like, yeah, I uh, still don't get it. Still don't fucking get it. So, um, <laughs> 
And now, even now, I don't get it. I don't get it. So what I've, the consensus I've seen on social media was apparently him telling a black woman to watch her tone um, was what bothered people. Um, they said he distributed a, a lot of male privilege on the song that bothered people. And he was ignoring the fact that black women are constantly told to watch what they say and not yell and not be verbal and not do this and not do that. And, um, I agree with all those things. Do I think that J Cole did any of that? No, (laughs) but I have a thing and I've been saying it. I was saying a lot on Facebook. One of my biggest pet peeves when people try to intentionally miss the fucking point. When people intentionally try to, like when Black Lives Matter are going on for a longer time, they're like, no, Black Lives Matter is all lives matter because why would we just say Black Lives? Insert person telling me what Black Lives Matter means. That's not that's, Black normally. That's racist. It's like. Can be. Um, You intentionally try to miss the fucking point. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick kneeling. Oh, he's trying to shit on the flag. No, I'm protesting police brutality. You're shitting on the flag. Intentionally missing the fucking point. J. Cole literally made a song and was just like, Queen, you got this shit. That's great. Um, I feel you. I'm riding with you. Motherfuckers think I'm smart because I went to school and I'll be rapping about this shit, but I don't really know shit. Tell me how I can be better. Um, it's easier if you just um let me know because I don't really know. That's what I got from the song. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was basically the gist of it that and, I got um, as well. People try to flip it. And so I think it's one thing when people intentionally trying to be fucking mad. I'm, I don't know if I'm missing. I want somebody to literally like listen with me bar for bar because I listen to music for real. Okay? Y'all, while y'all listen, niggas was listening to Shook. I've been listening to music for real. And at the end of the day, I'll sit there and break down lyrics. One of my favorite components of rap music is the lyrics. Unless I'm going to a party. Um... Uh, so yeah, um, I think one thing I said: if you're intentionally trying to miss the point and intentionally trying to find something to be upset with, if it's, is it? I think it comes down to we just upset that this black man had the audacity to address this black woman. That's the only thing I can think of because realistically, nothing he said in the song was fucked up. He's like, "Bitch, they're in your place. Uh, stop talking to me. You a disgrace. Uh, like I don't know. He didn't say none of that shit. And at the end of the day, you said what? <laughs> that was my bar. Sorry." Um, he ain't say none of that. Um, like, so I'm, I don't get it. I've been trying to. And I tell you, I was looking, I was trying to ride with y'all. I read that shit several times. I listened to it several times and I'm still not mad at you. Um, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm letting the black race down. Y'all can call me a coony or whatever like that, which is funny because I actually identify all pygmies off. (laughs) Hmm, Um, but yeah, this has nothing to do with black men. I just really don't see it. Like, if it was something, I'm literally always one of the ones to be like, no, they on some bullshit. Fuck them. But in this case, I'm just like, I don't, I really just don't see it. And sidebar. Sidebar. I listened to the science on the show, dude. And uh, what you gotta know is that one of the points that y'all mad about. It don't matter who the fuck you talking to. If you let yell at them or be hostile, they might stop listening. Mm. Kids too, right? That's what we learn about negative reinforcement. It don't work. Mm. 
because I, I feel like I felt like that could have been a draggable statement. But when I'm involved, so I'm, in, I'm gonna come and bring it back to science because negative reinforcement doesn't fucking work. So if you tell me like, hey, like I'm like, hey Hendrix, can you go grab my uh, phone out the kitchen? Sure. You're more likely to grab my phone. Like you bitch ass punk ass bitch. I think you ain't doing shit. Go get my fucking phone, trash ass nigga. He probably wouldn't get it. Well, actually, Hendrix is really a nice guy. He must have looked. But I also wouldn't say that to him. So, you know, we're at an impasse. Um, okay. <laughs> like, wow, where did that come from? Yeah, we don't really talk to each other like that. So, it's a very unrealistic example. But <laughs> the one I'm making is, if I t- <laughs> it's, the, it's the reason why a democracy works better than a dictatorship. If you are sitting there just... Blurting out. Yeah, don't order command. me to do shit. Exactly. If you're just sitting there ordering me around and commanding me to do shit, fuck you. And I'm not saying that that's how J. Cole felt. I'm not speaking about this song. I'm saying a separate instant idea of him saying, like, um, I feel you. And I was rolling, but like, damn, like, you mad at me. And another point, you are directing your anger at the wrong fucking person. We are supposed to be a unified front. We're trying to fight the same fucking war. You, the same people that you're aiming your fucking venom at, we fighting the same fight. <laughs> they killing all our asses. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of the the overall tone for the week. Um, yeah, right now, we should not really be canceling each other we should try to elevate each other because we are all still fighting the same fight some of us may be misguided in some of our eyes and um yeah just help that's it simple as that you know what i'm saying right now every every black dollar counts right now as we've seen um we really make a big difference in the economy and should just the state of the fucking world as it looks like like so yeah the more we can come together the more we can unify the more we can be on the same page the better we'll be in the end and i really just wish that that was the goal for everybody you know i know i hate to say this i know we are just used to being argumentative with each other a lot of the times but right now like we really really should be off of that and uh yeah, that's that's what I'm striving to do. Like I've been in certain instances in the last couple of weeks where, yeah, I could have been that that person to say something or do something to harm one of my brothers. But yeah, no, we off that. Like you do what you do. I I acknowledge, you know, what I'm saying your ignorance, but right now you kind of get a pass, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to <laughs> trying to get us a, a little bit further along in life, so you, you get a pass. Lucky you. Um, what's grinding your gears this week? People. What kind of people? No, I'm just playing. Um, grinding my gears, grinding gears, grinding my gears, grinding my gears. Um, people. And I um <laughs> and I don't want to say men, but I am very talking about a very specific situation, and maybe women do it too. But I date men, so. Can't speak on that. I think there are reasons to <laughs> presenting people with a different standard. But anyway, so um, it's been my experience in my life in recent times. People are good or known capable of literally coming into your life and providing the things that you already said. And I don't get it. 
Like, I'm trying to identify people like, oh, I'm a good person, person, I'm a good person, I'm great. Life shits on me, and da 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 and then you continue to shut people and shit on other people. Um, I know this is a very old saying, but I'm, I'm gonna say it again. Hurt people, hurt people, and if your ass is hurt, leave people the fuck alone. Go heal somewhere. Go get some counseling. I actually had a. I think that's why I'm in a better mood today because I actually set up a meeting to now I will have a therapist, and I am so looking to my first appointment. Congratulations. I mean, I yeah, thank you. I went to counseling before, like um, in college and shit, when my mom passed away. But I am going back finally. Um, and it really was no reason but the fact that I was bullshitting because I was supposed to do it. <laughs> I was bullshitting. Um, so <laughs> I'm very excited about that. But yes, deal with your shit, deal with your issues. Um, stop destroying other people. Um, hold on. And uh, that shit's out on that. Oh, 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 oh. I got another. Fours. I got another. Got my gears. Two for one special today. I didn't watch Power. <laughs> I did. So I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but you trifling ass, bitch ass, whole ass motherfuckers that spoil insecure for me, it's a special place in hell for y'all. A very, very special fucking place. We're going to tell y'all I haven't even watched the episode yet because I know everything that happened. And the fucked up part about it, it wasn't even like it was the next day. <laughs> I actually fell asleep. Like, I fell asleep on my couch because I didn't go to work on Monday. So I fell asleep on my couch, woke up at 1230. And honestly, if you haven't watched this yet, I'm sorry because I'm about to spoil it too. Because it already happened to me, so I don't care. Um, I woke up at 1230 to baby shower memes and... Um, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this bitch pregnant memes. Oh, canola oil. Oh, the, the condensation. Oh, this bitch. How they gonna make it work? Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, right. It's only a 24 fucking minute show. So it don't take much for my mind to just piece the picnic pictures together to understand what the fuck happened. So I want to say a special fuck you to each and every one of you that posted a comment, a status a meme, anything that had to do with that motherfucking episode of Insecure. It was two fucking hours after it aired, and I knew what the fuck happened. And I still haven't watched the show. Yeah, that's tough. So yeah, a special fucking shout out to y'all. <laughs> You're burning hell for your sins again. That's funny. Um, Hendrix, uh, grinding my gears this week is me, and it's not the typical like I did some you shit. Grinding my gears. <laughs> I did some shit. Um. This week, I posted a time hop um, on my Instagram story. That's what I've been doing. That's really the only post that I've been posting is uh, Instagram stories for the most part. And it was an episode of the podcast from a couple years ago, um, an episode called Yikes, which kind of correlates with what we're doing here today. And, you know, a uh, great fan of the show, great friend of the show, John Salvatore. It's like, oh, yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes from y'all. I'm like, yeah, really? So, yeah, you should check it out. Now, every now and then, I will check out a lot of our old shit, but this one in particular, I had never really went back and re-listened to. And, yeah, it was pretty good. So, I'm grinding my gears because I feel like I should give us a lot more credit than I do. Like, it's not, it's not really Casey. Like, I know Casey likes to talk. She's good at talking and shit like that. It's me. 
I needed, you know, some improvement. And thankfully, during COVID, I worked on it. So, yeah, me doubting myself and essentially doubting our brand of the two awkward millennials is grinding my gears this week. But other than that, uh, yeah, no. Um, so where can they reach you at Casey? You can reach me at. Oh, I think I changed my. Okay. Oh no, I changed it back. Okay, I'll make my page on private too. What's the rules you going through? Child, I, t- I gotta tell you. Oh my god, that's a funny story. <laughs> um. So yeah, sorry. No, my name's the same. So you can reach me at K underscore in real life. K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. And that is on Instagram and on Facebook. I mean on, on Twitter, sorry. And you can reach me on Facebook at K C Kyle. That's K A C E E C O L L. You can reach the show, all of us. Yes. Period poo. Um on Twitter and on Instagram. Facebook. Okay. Twitter and Facebook at Two Awkward. What? You can reach us on Facebook and Twitter at the 2 a.m. podcast. You can reach us on oh, Instagram, on Instagram at huh. the Two Awkward Millennials. You can reach me. Oh, whatever. Fuck you. You can reach <laughs> us at our email at s2ampodcast at gmail.com. Okay? That's what I was trying to say anyway. I wasn't even trying to say the fucking social media. But now you can go. Where, Hendrix, where can I reach you? <laughs> You can reach me um, on Facebook, Instagram, reach and him at Twitter. The barbershop. Please. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Noli Hendrix, that's N O E L L Y H E N D R I X on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, as Casey said, you can always email us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. I just said that. I just said that you said that. I'm behind my back. Okay. And as always, remember, millennials. Everything in moderation, including moderation. Is this the bitch that's eating cake? Have y'all ever watched Monster Hunter Oh, sorry. All right, y'all. We're going to catch y'all another day. Peace out. Peace. <laughs>